0: Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Welcome to the Beers and Ears Podcast. Here are your hosts, Casey Woolley and Matthew Brown. In the full of dreams, for every girl and boy. Wondrous lands
1: of make-believe. Fill your heart with joy. A castle leads the entrance way to seven lands and more. Step inside our storybook, imagine what's in store. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beers and Ears podcast. My name is Casey.
0: And I'm Matt. Welcome in, everyone. Welcome in.
1: This is going to be an amazing show today. One of the things that Matt and I absolutely love to do Uh, is, of course, go to Walt Disney World, like many of you do, or, or go to a Disney park in general. And we were sitting around, and I said, hey, a fun episode that might be fun to do would be to talk about what our perfect Disney day is in the parks. Now, before we get into that, though, we are recording this on June 26th, and some major breaking news happened yesterday. Would you say so, Matt?
0: Uh, major might be understating it. <laughs> I think
1: so. It rocked. It rocked the Disney World. So, Matt, what broke yesterday that has us talking about that for just a couple of minutes before we even get into this episode?
0: So, I'm sure that if you are have have follow any Disney thing or even remotely like Disney, you have seen that Splash Mountain is getting a retheme to Princess and the Frog. And I have to say, Casey, I I am excited about this.
1: I am too. You know, we did that that episode a while back it was one of our first five episodes it was a convince me episode where i tried to convince you with not going to do much convincing at all that splash mountain was the best property at magic kingdom or best attraction at magic kingdom and the third best attraction top three best attraction in all of walt disney world and i still firmly believe that you know we're, we're talking about this in a much broader sense of what's going on with black lives matter and injustice systemic racism things like that and we're not going to get into that that is not this show but um there were a lot of calls a couple of weeks ago for disney to consider doing this well it turns out disney has had this in the works for at least a year and that's yeah. pretty exciting right and Um, I've read some additional articles. I know you have too. One of the articles I read uh, talked about that this is not just going to be just a general overlay. They're not just going to take Splash Mountain and just re-put some animatronics in it. They're actually doing a full-fledged remod uh, using the same ride system. And then you read some cool stuff as well.
0: Yeah, so Tony Baxter, the mm-hmm. Disney Legend Imagineer that uh, designed this ride, like he was the original designer. He's reportedly coming back to help with this retheme, and and that alone just gives me so much confidence in it. Yeah, um, um, but I, you know, I have to say this, Casey. I am always a fan of change. Mm-hmm. Always. Now, I have the right to not like the change once once it has happened, but hot take here. You can take any Disney attraction and say, I'm going to change it. I am 100% for it. Um, And part of this comes from my background is I, I, many of you know, I did youth ministry for two and a half years and I'm a communications director at my current church. And so a lot of my network is church workers, church people, and churches are notorious for not changing where they say this ministry worked in the nineties. And so we're going to continue on with that because it worked in the nineties. And, and so you end up like just stuck in this rut because it's, well, this is what we've always done. And I really respect a company that says, you know what? Yep. This is something that people really like. It's worked for us in the past. It's still working, but we're still going to move forward with change. So I am always a fan of change, but I do reserve the right to then when that change happens, i.e. journey into imagination, uh, say, yeah, this sucks now.
1: Well, and the thing about this is is that Disney has kind of a roller coaster record of changing and then not changing, changing and not changing. And if you look throughout Disney's storied history, I mean, it's almost 100 years old. The times that Disney grew most and was most successful were the times when a, a creative leader and a creative team came in and said, what are we not thinking about? How can we make this world this magic this excitement that we've created better you know i would argue that that's what happened to disney in the 1980s uh late 1980s after epcot opened as they were you know they they decided to open up um at at the time mgm studios but they then eisner you know said you know what we're going to make the 90s the disney decade and they took some major changes or major chances. And then you brought Iger on board. You bring Iger on board and the decisions that he made to purchase other IPs, other properties, which at the time were seen as highly controversial, right? But Mm -hmm. when you look at all of the changes they've made, whether it be the magic bands that they implemented almost 10 years ago now to be able to do your experience, that, Completely overhauled the vacation experience at Walt Disney World, and now they're getting rid of magic bands. They're going to completely change it into something new. And again, when you look at how they've taken attractions over the years, they've had some hits and they've had some misses. You highlighted a miss. Journey into Imagination was a miss. Stitches, Great Escape. Some would argue that the extraterrestrial alien encounter was too much for a Disney park. Unfortunately, Disney's great, uh, or, sorry, Stitch's Great Escape wasn't much better because better you don't want to have chili dogs burped into your face, um, <laughs> you know, but, they've also, but they've also had some amazing uh, revamps that have been better. Take, for example, what they've done with Disney's Hollywood Studios. You have got Galaxy's Edge. You have got Toy Story Land, and No one would argue that that was not a much better investment of the park. Look at what they did with Mission Breakout in Disneyland. Look at what they did with Disney's California Adventure after that huge misfire. So that's all to say that I agree with you, Matt, that I trust that they're going to do this right because they're bringing the original Imagineer on who originally crafted Splash Mountain. And and I want to say this. There was nothing wrong with Splash Mountain. The story inside Splash Mountain was not racist. It was not it wasn't gonna hurt anybody. It was a great nostalgic ride. But the story that it was based on, the uh, Song of the South, That is that source material is what a lot of people had problems with. And I don't really think that's why Disney's doing this, although that could be part of it. I think Disney's just looking at this and saying, we've got an amazing property in Princess and the Frog. Let's use it. And this is a great way to incorporate those water elements from the movie.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, I'm looking at I don't want to get too much speculative, but like a scene of Dr. Facilier's Voodoo Emporium, um, a scene in the bayou with all the fireflies. Like there's some really cool stuff you can do with it. And 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 let me let me end with this on my end. You can be sad that this ride is in its current form is leaving Mm-hmm. and also excited about the new ride. Those are two things that can exist in the same thing. And I, I hand, think that's what I'm going
1: up. Like. Yeah. My hand's going up on that. That's exactly how I feel, Matt, is I'm sad that the original incarnation is going away. But in the same, same thing, I am pumped that this new ride is coming and this new theme is coming. By the way, I was reading um some people's uh comments about what the new theming could be called, what the new name of the ride could be called. And I I'm sorry there's no debate, it's got to be this. The Princess and the Log. <laughs> I died when <laughs> I read that, the Princess and the Log. Uh no, I, I don't think it'll be that, but I just died when I I, I read that. I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> It's fantastic. Uh. It is. Hey, Beers and Ears listeners. Before we jump into what Matt and I deem the perfect Disney day, let's talk about your next Disney vacation. Unless you live around Florida, there's a good chance you'll be flying down to the Sunshine State to experience the magic whenever that's right for you. Now, if you're like me you like to zone out on the plane and listen to music or you know your favorite Disney podcast wink wink. So here's my question. What type of earbuds are you using? Beers and Ears has partnered up with the Frills cell phone line to bring you wireless earbud quality at literally a third of the price you get with the ones from the fruit. It's great quality at an even greater price. So go to forfrills.com slash shop and put coupon code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, in at checkout, and you'll get 15% off your entire purchase. Oh, and with free two-day shipping, you'll have the perfect way to listen to the podcast or your favorite Disney melody as you head down for your magical vacation. Oh, and one more thing, you helped support our show. It's a win all the way around. So again, go to fourfrillscom shop, use that promo code BEERS to get your 15% off. All right, let's get back to the show. If you've been to Walt Disney World or Disneyland, um, and we're going to focus this one on Walt Disney World because there's more to do in a lot of ways, more parks. What we we kind of theorized what would be a fun show to talk about, and we were calling this the perfect Disney day. So more or less, you have one day and then you have one night hotel stay. So basically you, you get in. Uh, very early before the parks open you got a whole day to spend in the parks and then you're gonna get to spend one night at a hotel of your choice on property then you're leaving the next day what does that day look like now we had a couple of rules right matt so the rules were uh, were within the bounds of transportation and rules and waiting in line that uh other that, that 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 you would have if you were there any other time right so you can't just magically say I'm gonna go from this park you know You can, but you got to account for time. So you got to be realistic there. Money is no object. So don't worry about money. Let's say you had as much money as you could spend on this stuff. What would that day look like? What attractions would you hit? What food would you have for your three meals? What snacks would you hit? What resort would you stay at? What does all that look like? So am I missing anything there, Matt? Is that pretty accurate?
0: No, I mean, I I took into account a little more of like, fast passy line things, but also okay. not so much. I mean, there is, we do have some leeway of like, okay, let's say for, for the, for the record, you know, it, no line is a three hour wait.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll say we're going on a, let's say a Tuesday or Wednesday. It's maybe it's not peak season. We can even say it's, it's, you know, off season. So, um, but you gotta be careful because if you're in off season, there are certain rides that are not open, you know, just keep that in mind. But let's start this you arrive, you got to Orlando international airport. You've just gotten on property. Where are you going first?
0: So, so I, I mean, the Disney magical express takes me to my hotel. Is this where I'm staying for the night? You tell me, I really love the French quarter, um, okay. Port Orleans that look, um, I took a trip in college to new Orleans for, a. I uh, uh, um, I was in a, a wind ensemble and we took our tour there and, that was just a fun city. I loved the vibe of it, and I loved being around and just walking around and interacting with the people there. It was it was really cool, and so that hotel just has the right feel for me. I understand it's maybe not the best hotel, but for me, I just, I just love that hotel.
1: Beautiful. All right, for me... I am staying at the Grand Floridian. It has always been a dream of mine to stay at the Grand Floridian. And more specifically, I am staying at club level at the Grand Floridian. And here's a reason why. Because when you stay club level, you get three extra fast passes. So now I have six fast passes. So that is the start of my journey. Grand Floridian, I'm on a monorail loop. So I can circle right around over to to Magic Kingdom if I want to go there first. But uh, Grand Floridian, club level. All right. So uh, it's morning. What are we going to eat?
0: <laughs> this was one that I had problems with because I, I'm not a big breakfast eater. Okay. So honestly, my perfect Disney day is I, I get up early so I can get to the parks early. I've already got my breakfast. It's, I, okay. I've packed my snacks. It's my granola bar. And so I can hit the parks and not have to worry about any kind of snafus that don't get me to the park in time.
1: I'm with you. I don't do breakfast usually either. You know, if I'm with the family or whatever, I might do like breakfast uh, at, you know, if I'm in a lower resort, like a food court or whatever. But honestly, I'm going to save my, my appetite for a much bigger meal, maybe for lunchtime. Um, I might stop, however, at like the Starbucks uh, in one of the parks that I'm going to to grab like a frappuccino and maybe like a piece of pound cake or something. But other than that, I'm not eating a, a full-fledged breakfast. I want to be on the go. Okay. Where are you off to next?
0: For me, the perfect Disney day involves no park hopping. Okay. And I I just think, we, you know, we talked about this in some past episodes. I believe it was the character dining one where getting out of the park, waiting for a bus or even an Uber or whatever else, getting to the next place, getting back in through security, all that stuff. It just takes so much time and don't get me wrong, I like the Disney buses, but I'm not like, woohoo, a Disney bus. So I I, I think I picked one park. I, I am doing no park hopping. And while Epcot is my favorite park, I love the vibe of that place. Perfect Disney Day has to be at Magic Kingdom. So I am heading to Magic Kingdom right away.
1: Okay. All right. So you're heading to Magic Kingdom right away. I am right there with you. I am heading to Magic Kingdom. Specifically, I want to be on Main Street USA Frappuccino in hand with Pound Cake as they do the opening show at the castle. That is absolutely. I have to be there for the start of the castle show. That is the start of my day. And more importantly, I've got to see the the, the uh, Main Street uh, USA citizens come down in the trolley car and do the trolley show too. That has to happen.
0: I took a seat. I said I hope I hadn't
1: stepped up on her feet. He has my name. I have my brain. That is a must. Absolutely, I'm with you there. All right. So at this point, we're probably going to diverge a little bit because, again, at the moment, you've got three fast passes. I've got six. We're still early in the morning. Um, are you doing anything special, or are you going right to an attraction?
0: I believe you head straight for an attraction, and especially an e-ticket attraction. So this is a, a tip and trick that that I use all the time. It's really simple. Many people probably use it. You get a fast pass. First thing, So like that, you know, first hour, it's open 9am, 8am, whatever it is, you, you have the fast for the first hour, but you don't go to that attraction first, you go to another attraction first, you go to an attraction that you don't have a fast pass for, because then, ideally, right when it opens, if you go straight there and move briskly, you don't have to wait in line, maybe 15 or 20 minutes, but for the most part, you can just hop right on. And so for me, I'm heading over to Tomorrowland and I'm going to do Space Mountain
1: because
0: Space Mountain is not my favorite ride, but I still like it. But I don't want to wait an hour for it. So if I wait 10 to 15 minutes, I'm going to enjoy it a whole lot more. You'll find this is a theme throughout any time I talk about the parks. Rides are are good to a certain wait point. And there comes a certain wait time point that I'm just like this ride just isn't worth it. Yeah, and well, your so ROI say- is
1: no longer worth it. I've, I've been there, yep. <laughs> yes,
0: Yes. so I, I I, would go straight for Space Mountain, check that off the list right away, and then probably try to hit Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin before it gets too busy. Again, that's another ride that I, I like, but it's not my favorite. But if I can check it off early, then then it's then it's done for the day.
1: Okay. All right. I'm going in the complete opposite direction. Again, I'm not burning a fast pass right now because it's still early enough. I'm going to probably hit up pirates of the Caribbean first. That is quintessential Disney parks to me. Uh, there'll be no line I'm going to get right on. Um, I might even, while I'm in that area, also then hit up uh, Jungle Cruise as well. Because, again, quintessential Disney, early in the morning, not going to be as many people riding that ride, probably 20-minute wait or so. I believe I'm going to be able to knock out those two rides before I even have to burn a fast pass. My first fast pass at, that I'm going to use while I'm in the park is going to probably end up being on Haunted Mansion because by the time I'm done with Pirates of the Caribbean and uh, Jungle Cruise, it's probably, you know, assuming the park opened at 9, it's probably going to be right around 10, 10.30. And by that point, there are going to start to be crowds of people. The line at Haunted Mansion is going to start to creep up more likely than not to that 45-minute wait. I don't personally think waiting in line for Haunted Mansion longer than 20 minutes is worth it. So I'm going to go ahead and fast pass Haunted Mansion. So, if you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token fee. Rest in
0: peace, the haunting's free. So hurry back, we would like your
1: By that point, um, I have hit three very iconic attractions in a very short order. While I'm in Adventureland, I might even swing by and grab like a Citrus Swirl or a Dole Whip as well.
0: So I'm with you where like after I kind of do my Tomorrowland stuff that I jet over and do Haunted Mansion uh, with with a fast pass. Like do that kind of first thing in the morning. Um, And this is also where, this is a really weird must, but I have to go to the bathroom in the weird Rapunzel bathroom land. And so I'll read a book, or maybe two or three. I'll add a few new paintings to my gallery. I'll play guitar and cook and basically just
1: wonder when will my love begin.
0: Interesting. And question why it is here? Like every time, I mean, I go. What? Why is this here? There's not attraction here. These are bathrooms. These are insanely well themed bathrooms. We took (laughs) Tangled, possibly a sleeper hit where, you know, I've been talking to a lot of our listeners, a lot of our, our, our Beers and Ears family. People really are high on Tangled, including myself and the best that Disney parks can, can give is a bathroom. It just, it's so weird.
1: Uh, a bathroom with the tower in the background. I I'll yeah. hit those bathrooms if I have to, but honestly, my, I know this sounds really weird. My favorite bathrooms at magic kingdoms are the ones directly behind the Emporium by crystal palace right there. Yeah. Like, corner right there. You know what terms am talking about there. Where the oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, those are my favorite bathrooms. I don't know why they're like, easy to get to i know where they're at i can get to them i've used them multiple times they're my favorite bathrooms but yeah so okay so i've got three rides in i've gotten a dole whip or whatever i'd say it's pro- for my on my end it's probably about eleven thirty ish probably close to that on your time any other ride that you you said you've hit space mountain space rangers been haunted mansion all right you've got one fast pass in i've got one fast pass in where are you going next
0: I will usually try to catch a show at this point. So this is either Philhar Magic or the Laugh Floor cuz usually at this yeah. point I've been outside, I'm maybe getting a little yeah. hot. The park is starting to get a little bit busier, so lines are starting to balloon before lunchtime. And so doing a Philhar Magic, especially if I'm in the Rapunzel Bathroom area, Philhar Magic's right there. I I'll be honest, Philhar Magic is a delightful show and and really becomes a must-do for me because it's 15, 20 minutes in the air conditioning. Yeah, must try to get such a girl as <laughs> me, because Ah! Ah, Ah, no,
1: no, no, no So hard magic, my favorite show on well, my favorite, like, non like nighttime show on property. I love that show, it's nice and cool, and it leads out into one of the coolest gift shops. I think yes. I just love that Daffy Duck gift shop. It's just my favorite. So I'm with you. you. I, I would also probably do Philharmagic at this point.
0: You say Daffy Duck gift shop? I'm sorry,
1: Donald. Did I say Daffy? Holy crap, yep. Donald Duck. <laughs> sorry, Donald. Sorry, sorry. Get, get out of the
0: Roger Rabbit universe here.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I, I would I would agree with you. I would I would do Philharmagic. All right, so 12:30, it's lunchtime, dude. I don't know about you, but it's it's time. You know, yes, I had a snack. You haven't eaten anything, so you've got to be hungry at this point where are you going for lunch
0: 100 no questions asked no debate it is cosmic rays starlight cafe to see sunny eclipse here we go now when the big bang was done and the fun had begun there
1: were nice spinning planets going around that old sun The comets and asteroids and meteors too the solar system, and before I flew, tell you about the planets, are all the same. I've been to every one of them, and I know their name. <laughs> I do like me some sunny eclipse, don't get me wrong. Although, when we were there last time, he wasn't, he wasn't, he must have been on he vacation. was
0: gone. I was yeah. so scared.
1: Yeah, he was, he must have been on vacation. But for me, my lunch is going to be something a little bit more filling, that's going to last me through a good portion of the afternoon and into the evening, I'm going to Liberty Tree Tavern. Ooh, I love their all-you-can-eat family-style Thanksgiving-type meal. I love the aesthetics—that that old, you know, patriot-style feel. Um, the air conditioning is great, and it's just a fun place. And honestly, it's a good value too. I, I really think it is. So, I'm going to Liberty Tree Tavern. Good call. Yep. So uh, let's say we lunch takes uh, you know forty-five minutes or whatever, especially if you just want to chill for a little bit. So it's about one fifteen. Where are you going?
0: I'm doing my Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom right now. Okay. It's and I find in general the afternoon is when lines are the longest. You start taking a look at the the My Disney Experience app, and it lines are just too long. And I haven't qu- I'm not quite ready to burn my fast passes yet um however in the midst of doing sorcerers of the magic kingdom the wonderful thing about it is you can at any point stop and do other stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. so while i'm playing it i'll probably catch like the people mover or um and then i also will use one of my fast passes and this is key in the afternoon honestly around like Two, two, two o'clock is, is a good time. It's splash mountain time.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I, I'm not doing sorcerers, the magic kingdom, but I, I'm using my next fast pass for splash mountain, buddy. That's where I'm going.
0: <laughs> you read well, my mind, hot, sunny day. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing it's hot. And so the water's going to feel good, but then it also gives me time to then dry out yeah. because I've done splash mountain a couple times at like five or six. And even still, as I'm watching the fireworks at night, I'm still a little bit wet.
1: Yeah, I because uh, by that point, the sun's not up, so it's not drying you out as much. But, yeah, I'm with you. Splash Mountain. Plus, there's something fun about having Fast Pass and walking by all those people and saying, hey, what up? You know, <laughs> as, you're, as you're walking by the hour and a half line. And I'll tell you, if your Fast Pass, let's say, is at 115, Get there at one because usually there's a long line even with the fast passes. So just yeah. be aware of that. Um, and I love that little gift shop over there. We talked about that on the episode. That little that that Splash Mountain gift shop. It's got a rocking chair. You can kind of sit back. I might even use this time to go. There used to be an old smokers area over there. That's not smoker anymore because you can't smoke in the park. But that dock right by Tom Sawyer Island, where there's a bunch yeah. of. Um, Rocking chairs, and there's also um, checkers. I'm probably going to sit there for fifteen twenty minutes after Splash Mountain, just take in the the, the riverboat and just kind of chillax for a little bit.
0: So, yeah, I, um, I agree yeah. with you there. That this is a great time to also just relax and people watch. People watching is fun in the park to yes. see people in their matching shirts, to see people that <laughs> this is maybe terrible of me, but see people have no idea what they're doing and be like, I know <laughs> what I'm doing, and you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Um. So, at at
1: this point, you know, depending on how much time you have, you're you're starting to approach into that 3 o'clock area or 2.30. People have started to gather for the 3 o'clock parade. Now, I've seen the parade, the Festival of Fantasy Parade, a dozen times. I personally am not going to watch it. I might catch a little bit of it, but I'm actually going to use that as an opportunity when the crowd size goes down on the attractions to actually probably hit big thunder, because big thunders wait time will probably drop to about 30 minutes or so. And I can get on big thunder because everybody else has gone to go watch the parade.
0: I have the exact same thought as you, except I'm going to pirates at this point. Okay. Um, All right. Kind of same thing. I, and, and here's the good news about most of that. Most of the parade is I can't tell you the amount of times I've caught the entirety of the parade because I'm going to big thunder and like, oh, well, saw that parade, but didn't have to, like, get a spot for it. Like, I saw everything exactly. and then also got in line for the ride. But, yeah, I do I do Pirates late afternoon. Um, that pairs well with, like, a cold snack. So if I'm doing a Dole Whip or a Citrus Swirl. That's okay. all right there. Um, maybe catch the Enchanted Tiki Room as well in that late afternoon. I really like that show. That's a nostalgia from childhood mm-hmm. for me. So okay. that's also kind of what I'm doing in that late afternoon.
1: Yeah, I, I can feel that. The Enchanted Tiki Room's fun. I, I might even use the period between Splash Mountain and before I go to Big Thunder, even though I've got a double back to do it, I actually might go and catch um, uh, the Little Mermaid. Voyage, uh, not Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah, Voyage of the Little Mermaid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I might catch that one depending on the time that one can, is funky. That one can run a 20 minute wait. That one can run an hour wait. If it's 20 minutes, I think it's a fun little, you're, you're it's cool. It's comfortable. If you're by yourself, you get a clamshell by yourself. I think it's fun. So sometimes I'll catch that one as well. Um, but either way, by 3:30. I will have hit already at this point. Haunted Mansion, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle, Jungle Cruise, you know, um, Splash Mountain, Big Thunder, Voyage of Little Mermaid, right? So I've hit a number. I've had my lunch. So now I'm able to kind of circle around into uh, the circus area, check out Big Tops, uh, check out the souvenirs back there, even though I don't usually buy I might buy myself a really delicious snack from their giant dessert. Bar back there, um, yeah. I, don't know, I mean, they've got a huge, huge bakery back in that shop, so I might do that. Check out some of the merch, but then I'm kind of coming around on the backside of Tomorrowland uh, and getting ready to use my, my my third and final regular Fast Pass at Space Mountain at that point, which is usually right around four o'clock.
0: Okay, that sounds about right um, yeah, that late afternoon is when, again, I'm probably finishing up my Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom run, going back to get the cards. And even I find with Sorcerers of Magic Kingdom, a lot of your time is spent talking with people who are also playing along. And so you, you trade some cards and other things like that. But, um, yeah. And so I usually do that up until dinner. That usually times well out depending on how quickly I, I, I can go. Um, it's that, that usually puts me all right up until about uh, dinner.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for me, it's about four-ish or so. I've, I've gotten Space Mountain out of the way. I'm going to do a quick little stop over to Carousel of Progress. That is an absolute must have to get that every time <laughs> I'm in Magic Kingdom. If I can get on the TTA, I'm going to do that as well. I'll do a TTA. By this point, it's probably about five o'clock. Um, I'm going to begin walking up Main Street, USA. Um, I'm going to check out the Emporium maybe for 15 minutes or so. I'm going to head maybe to the confectionery, pick up a couple to-go treats from the confectionery, and then right around 5 o'clock, I'm going to turn around on Main Street USA. I'm going to kiss the castle goodbye, and I am taking my minivan out of the park.
0: What about you? Oh, you are leaving the park. Okay. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking around. I agree with you that I'm going to Main Street, doing a little bit of shopping and um, and in a little bit, this is where I take, again, like we talked about, a rest. You know, even as an adult, there's no need to go, 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 go. Just take it easy sometimes. And um, um, this is the time right before dinner, again, grab a little snack, things like that. Just take it easy. Okay. All
1: right. Well, at this point, my minivan is going to take me down to Animal Kingdom. Now I'm not Ooh. going to spend a lot of time in Animal Kingdom. My, the good thing about Minivan is it takes you in the back way, so you're not, um, you don't have to worry about buses. You're able to get right in. It's a quick ride. You're probably there in 20 minutes if at most. So it's not it's not like a normal bus ride. Uh, have you I mean, taken one of those? Sorry, side note. You've taken one of those? I have not, but I know enough about them. I know they're expensive. They're about basically about 50 bucks. But again, money no object. Um, that, that's why I'm going to be able to use it.
0: Now, okay. well, hey, were, uh, this is a weird, weird thing. Listeners, if you've taken a minivan, contact us. We want we want to hear about your experience.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll do a whole show about it. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> maybe just Disney transportation. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Future episodes. So at this point, I get in the animal kingdom. I am um, going over to Pandora. And I've got my fast pass, my third fast pass that I got from being club level and I am writing Flight of Passage. So getting that out of the way, I want that done. And then as soon as I'm done with that, it's going to be about six o'clock or so. So I'm going to do dinner at Tusker House. I was going to say, I can
0: guess what you're about to say.
1: (laughs) Yep, I'm going to do dinner at Tusker House, which will take me to about, I'd say, 7.30-ish, I'd say. Yeah, maybe maybe yeah, 7.30-ish, depending on how fast I can eat. I want it to go pretty quick, but I'm going to have my dinner at Tusker House. I'm going to see my characters, get my Mickey photo in, all that stuff. So I'm at right around the 7 o'clock, 7.15 mark. Where are you at at this point?
0: So, I mean, I'm, I had dinner. Honestly, I could not think of a necessarily a dinner spot because a lot i mean i've had good dinners like I, i've done the be our guest and I, I really like that um but i'm not sure if that's like a must do for me i would definitely do it again mm-hmm. um but a lot of times my perfect disney day is not centered around food it's okay. centered around because uh, i can eat food at home i don't need to eat eat food. Uh, It's not special necessarily to eat food in a Disney park. And so a lot of times I'm like, no, I want to get off to the attractions. And so if I can eat really quickly and get off to the attractions while other people are, are still eating, then that's a win for me. So it's at this, in the late, late afternoon, I will try to keep an eye on wait times, but definitely I'm doing big thunder and Um, that's probably my last fast pass is what I'm thinking though. I'll get to some of that in just a little bit as we move into the night. Um, and so, and then I'm also checking out some of the other smaller attractions. So like it's a small world or even the Winnie the Pooh ride are rides that I just, like it, they're just yeah. fun to go on and a lot of times around dinner time and into that evening they their wait their wait times start to drop a little bit and so mm-hmm. you can probably get on one of those um it's a small world was the ride that I went on I bless my father because when I went when I was four and a half I was scared of everything except of like three things And one of them was, it's a small world. And the only reason they got it, I I was scared of that at first because I thought there were alligators in the water and that I was going to fall out and drown. And uh, thinking back, I can hear the frustration in my mother's voice of like, the water is like ankle deep, probably not even, and there are no alligators in the water. They are not trying to kill their guests. <laughs> Come on, just get on the ride. <laughs> so then when I figured out it was okay, I went on that ride. I want to say like six or seven times in a day. And my dad went with me every time. So thanks dad.
1: Got nostalgia dad. for you for sure. Yeah. So, okay. So we're at like that seven fifteen ish, seven thirty ish mark. Um I'm leaving uh, Tusker House and I'm heading back to the front of the park and grabbing my minivan again and I'm taking this over to Hollywood Studios. At this point, I have two fast passes left again, club level. Uh, my first fast pass is going to be used for Tower of Terror because I'm heading over to Sunset Boulevard anyway. so I'm gonna get okay. Tower. And I'm going to use that. And my second fast pass is my final fast pass, which is being used for the showing of Fantasmic at 9 p.m., which will be the nighttime show that I close out my day with. Uh, I will probably grab um, some cinnamon roasted almonds uh, from the spot that's at the top up there. I might even grab an ice cream sandwich um, from the ice cream place before you go into the theater. Of course, having my fast pass, I'm going to have a really nice reserved viewing area to get me in. I am going to um, uh, watch Fantasmic at this point uh, because it's my favorite nighttime show. uh, And that is going to conclude my day in the parks where I will then um, uh, minivan back over to uh, the Grand Floridian, where I will enjoy my lush and wonderful um, bed uh, at the Grand Floridian. And then when I wake up the next morning, I will probably grab breakfast at Ohana before I leave for the airport.
0: Okay. So this is where at night I'm just kind of walking around, seeing what rides are, are, at low wait times and going for them and then while i think part of the perfect disney day is doing the nighttime show there is an element of also then maximizing more rides and being able to see the fireworks from a ride so like for example i did big thunder mountain last time when i was in magic kingdom at night you hop on because it's no one's around and then you get to see the fireworks as you're riding Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Splash Mountain, similar thing. So I, 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 I am also a fan of that. So I, I, And I tend to be a, more of a fan of rides. And it, um, a lot of times with the nighttime shows, you have to, like, stake out your spot. And then that wastes a ton of time. So I would probably say the end of the Disney day, perfect Disney day is, in a park, is going on a ride and seeing the fireworks from that ride.
1: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. Magic Kingdom is probably the one park where you absolutely have to stake out your time. If you're in Magic, that's one of the reasons why I left Magic Kingdom. I love Happily Ever After. It is one of my favorite shows. But I will tell you that you have to stake out, a, in order to get a good spot for it, you got to stake out a, a spot at least an hour in advance. And even that's cutting it close. And that's just a waste of your time. So that's one of the reasons why, you know, I've seen Happily Ever After. Great show. Did what I needed to do. But it's not the show that I want to see. And again, having a fast pass for oh, having a fast pass for Fantasmic allows me to save that time. And again, if you think about my travel time, I've only spent maybe 40 minutes traveling at most by using the minivan as opposed yeah. to normal Disney bus transportation. So for me, I didn't have to worry about the park hopping part of it because again, it wasn't that much.
0: Yeah, the minivans definitely are one of those cost versus time things that we talk about a lot on the show where. Okay, you're. It's not free like the buses, but you also get a lot less waiting around time.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: So you're
1: le- at this point. You've done your attractions in the park. You are leaving. Is there anything you do on your way out?
0: On way out, not so much. Getting back to the hotel, taking a nice sleep, and then because I'm in Port Orleans, there's got to be some beignets around there oh, somewhere next morning. Yeah, yes. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, and then you're off to the the airport like me. That's yeah. A, I think both those days are pretty kick butt days. I don't know about you.
0: I I will say that this this episode was a little bit, in some ways, not fun to prepare for because I was like, man, I really want to do this now.
1: <laughs> well, and even right now, I mean, with the way things are with coronavirus and COVID, I don't I don't even think those days could even work right now. Um, no. You no. Know, Character meals aren't happening. You know, I I think one of the reasons why I I wanted to do this episode is because if you listeners out there like Matt and I right now, we're missing the magic. I mean, um, you know, the the, the stores have been closed. The parks are closed. You know, what would normally be articles about the parks and things happening haven't been coming across. It's just kind of a bleak time. And, you know, Disneyland announced uh, yesterday or the day before that they're not reopening quite yet. Um, I, and again, this might not age well by the time this actually comes out, but I really don't know if world is going to open with the way things are going Florida, just announced restaurants and bars are not, you know, they're having to close again to service inside the bars. You know, we've got a long way to go before we're out of this, but I just, I hope that this episode brought a little bit of joy, a little bit of smiles to your face to think about what your perfect Disney day is. Cause I know it brought a smile to my face. How about you, Matt?
0: Oh, absolutely. And we encourage you to share with us your perfect Disney day on our social media. Use the hashtag perfect Disney day. Give us a list of, of what you are thinking is your perfect Disney day. Both Casey and I will do this. We'll, we'll throw up on our social media, perfect Disney day. We'd love to hear what you all think is in that perfect day.
1: Yeah. It'll be fun. It's fun to live vicariously through people's experiences. And it's also fun to hear kind of tips and tricks that people have to do certain things. It's actually ironic, Matt, really up until about noon, you know, you and I had a pretty similar day, different rides, but similar strategy, right? Um, And even really in the afternoon, I mean, we had a very similar strategy to use that parade, to our advantage, et cetera, et cetera. So I I think that, you know, it'll be fun to to listen to others and kind of how they take advantage um, and, and, and kind of uh, use the system that to help them, um, get more out of their vacation. You know, people say that Disney's too expensive. You don't get enough. Well, again, if you can figure out the ways to do it, if you can learn to manipulate the right ways to make it work for you, you can get a lot out of your Disney day.
0: So um okay, Matt, how do they get a hold of us? Yes, all right, closing time. So if you want to get a hold of us, beers and ears1928 at gmail.com, send us an email about anything <laughs> literally anything you can send us an email um so do that we love when we get emails um facebook beers and ears podcast uh twitter and instagram at beers ears 1928 again perfect disney, hashtag perfect disney day if you are sharing what you're doing um tweet at us instagram tag us on instagram uh, uh reference us on facebook all that stuff and uh rate and review us five stars five stars we've gotten um more five star ratings so we appreciate that and new episodes are out every tuesday and friday anything else casey i know
1: that about covers it up uh let's raise our glasses up ladies and gentlemen this episode uh has been on us so uh thank you for listening everyone and we will see you again real soon have a great day Bye, everyone.